What's up, guys? AJ here. I'm going to break down the main events between Frankie Edgar and Pedro Munoz. Before doing so, I would just like to let you all know that you could tail my bets for the event. Uh, I have a couple that I really like on my website, ajsactionpacksportsbets.com. It's also in the bio of my uh, Twitter page um, on the premium betting service subscription page. Uh, that is where you could have a subscription length uh, of your choice if you'd like to tell my place for the event um, and then we can make some supplemental income together in the long run <clears throat> and with this event as well so would like to address that right off the top also you could tell my bets uh, by going to mmaoddsbreaker.com on the premium pick section i'm there amongst a few other very talented handicappers my page is on the top left uh, part of the screen you can click my page and then uh, again select a uh, subscription length of your choice that let's get into this main event um really interesting one we've got frankie edgar dropping down to bantamweight um it's an interesting career choice uh, at this stage i see that he signed a new multi-fight deal with the ufc which is interesting and uh on his side and then on the pedro Mijo side we actually have not seen him fight uh in a little over a year the last time we saw him fight was in chicago against aljamain sterling uh, a fun Fun fight, uh, one where uh, Sterling won all three rounds and got a 30-27 decision. So this is a uh, booking where I honestly just think that it's it's tough to um, trust on the Edgar side, to be honest with you. There's a lot of things that I noticed, which I'll address here, of course, um, that make me, you know, very, very hesitant and ultimately, you know, not side with him and, and lean much more on the side of, of Munoz here in terms of a win. Um, let's start off in terms of the wrestling. So Frankie Edgar has always <clears throat> been an excellent wrestler um, in this game for such a long time. He's he's very decorated NCAA Division One wrestler, um, and that's how he's gotten a lot of his wins in the UFC by by utilizing his wrestling um, and his black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu under Ricardo Almeida um, and using that as his bread and butter. You know when things aren't going well for Frankie on the feet, he's been able to rely on his wrestling a lot of the times in the past. <clears throat> excuse me, but in recent fights, he's having a lot of uh, trouble landing takedowns consistently. In his last three fights, uh, that being against Chan Sung Jung, Max Holloway, and Cub Swanson, he has only landed one takedown out of 25 attempts, and that's very concerning. <clears throat> now, I realize that the Chan Sung Jung fight only went a few minutes. We didn't get to really exactly see it play out much, but the Max Holloway fight lasted a full 25 I understand Max is a good defensive grappler, but, uh, you know, Frankie only landing <clears throat> one takedown after 10-plus takedown attempts is a concern. And the most concerning matchup was against Cub Swanson, a man who he rematched <clears throat> in, 2000, in 2018 um, after beating him a, a few years prior in 2014 by, for the most part, out-wrestling and out-grappling him. In that first fight against Cub Swanson per UFCstats.com, um, in 2014, Frankie was able to land seven takedowns and 16 guard passes. Granted, it was in a five-round fight, but he had a lot of success wrestling and grappling nonetheless, whereas in the matchup in 2018, uh, on eight attempts, Frankie was not able to get Cub down uh, one single time. So I definitely think that the evidence is certainly there. Uh, you know, Frankie's wrestling is regressing. Aminos is a guy who he's been taken down like in the early stages of his career, like particularly the Rafael Sunsell fight. But Aminos has improved so much since then. Uh, I'd say his takedown defense has improved tremendously. Uh, just his last fight, he <clears throat> Eljermaine Sterling shot on him a couple times. <clears throat> I 
excuse me, um, he was able to defend uh, proficiently there and, and keep the fight on the feet the majority of the time. There were some scrambles on the ground a couple of times, but for the most part, it was one or lost in the feet. Um, and on top of that, Munoz is a very, very dangerous submission grappler. He's got, I think, the, the best guillotine in the business. Uh, so if you shoot a takedown on, on Munoz, uh, any wrestler, and you leave your neck out, he definitely could wrap it up and, and get that choke uh, very quickly, uh, like he showed in the Rob Font fight. So I would trust uh, Frankie to, you know, not be put in that sort of situation. Frankie, again, a black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, but due to Frankie's, um, you know, lack of efficiency in terms of wrestling recently and Munoz showing good takedown defense um, and very good submission grappling, I do think that the fight is going to be won or lost in the feet where, again, this is going to take place at the UFC Apex, um, where the cage is, of course, smaller. Um, and I do think that will actually benefit Munhos more so um, in terms of the stylistic uh, threats that I think he poses. Munhos uh, has always been very, very durable. This guy's got a tremendous chin. I mean, this is a guy who's never been knocked out in his entire pro MMA career, um, was literally standing and trading with Cody Garbrandt, a heavy-handed Cody Garbrandt, who we know has just dynamite in his, in his hands, uh, was largely unfazed, just, uh, wasn't rocked. Um, Munoz has said, uh, in his interview after the fact that he's never been knocked out in sparring, uh, or anything like that just ever. Um, and I believe him, the guy's got a granite chin. He's faced, uh, some heavy hitters, uh, in his day. Uh, the head movement can certainly be improved with Munoz. That's always, I guess the, the concern with him as a fighter, he is willing to, to take a lot of punches, you know, just in his last fight against Aljamain Sterling, he took 174 significant strikes. The head movement can be certainly be improved. Um, I'm not worried, though, about uh, Frankie threatening Munoz, though, with power, because like I said, Munoz is very durable, and Frankie's never known as a one-punch KO kind of guy. He knocked out Chad Mendez a few years ago, but <clears throat> for the most part, he's more of a, a point fighter. You know, He's a guy that's you know light on his feet in, in boxing exchanges or striking exchanges, rather, and wants to uh, win the fight with his boxing, throwing good combos, uh, the one-two. Um, Followed up by a leg kick mainly, and, and that's paid dividends for him. But um, just that uh, is a concern for me here because on a, in a fight that should remain standing, I'm really worried about uh, not just Frankie's wrestling regressing, but also the durability. Frankie's always been a guy throughout the majority of his career has been uh, very, very durable. You know, going back to his fights against Gray Maynard, he those fights were just uh, awesome back and forth. Uh, he took a lot of damage there. He was rocked. Granted, he recovered and went on to win. Um but now we're seeing more and more in these recent fights. You know, he's closer to 40 now. He's just getting hurt um, a lot more frequently here. Um, the Brian Ortega uh, knockout is very concerning because Ortega, while he is a threatening finisher on the ground, uh, he's not generally known as a, a one-punch KO kind of guy. Um, he's just not. Ortega's just – that's not what he's known for. His striking is improving, but he's not known as, as a power puncher, and he was able to, to knock Frankie out there. Knock Frankie Edgar out there. Um you know, the Cub Swanson fight, uh, fight, he got by just fine there without taking too much damage. He was just able to to win rounds there basically by uh, outpointing Cub, being the more effective and busy striker. The Max Holloway fight, Holloway's a great fighter, but again, generally not a, a power puncher. Um, he was able to rock Frankie there. That was actually, you know, interesting. Frankie, the only takedown that he landed in that fight uh, came right after Holloway was able to rock him. So when Edgar needed it most to, to last the full way, uh, he was able to get that takedown. Uh, and control Holloway there for a bit against the fence. And then the Chan Sung Jung fight. Jung definitely has showcased some power in his hands, uh, particularly the Hanato Moikano fight. Uh, but it was the first left hook that really landed clean that was able to hurt Frankie, uh, and he was rocked. So that's a concern uh, when, when you factor in uh, the recent knockouts, uh, the damage he's taken throughout his career. You know, he got rocked against Jeremy Stevens. 
Um, like I said, rocked in other fights as well, like against Gray Maynard. And you couple that with the fact that now he's he's closer to 40 now. He's just taking a lot of damage. Uh, now he's dropping down a weight, which could potentially uh, hinder his durability even more, cutting that extra 10 pounds. Uh, I guess we won't exactly know for sure. But what I will say about Munoz is he is a very threatening striker. Uh, he's a come-forward pressure boxer is how I would uh, classify him. He throws a lot of volume. He's very good uh, landing uh, calf kicks. Those worked very well against uh, Cody Garbrandt. He's also got a very uh, good, I guess, like stabbing, I guess you could say front kick to the midsection, which he's used to hurt fighters like against Brian Caraway, uh, Brett Johns, Aljamain Sterling too. So Munoz, you know, he is definitely a very threatening striker. I think he could hinder the movement of, of Edgar with with those leg kicks and, and front kick to the midsection. Um, and again, that, that apex octagon, the apex cage that they will be in, uh, will will make <clears throat> will make it easier for Minhos to close distance, um, pressure effectively against Edgar, uh, and probably land a big shot along the way and do some damage here and probably win the fight by stoppage. So that's basically the way the matchup breaks down. Is I do think that in a fight that's won or lost standing, Minhos is just uh, much more threatening. He's got a lot of tools to slow Frankie down. Um, I do trust him more to win rounds due to his pressure style, due to the fact that he is going to be the fighter more likely to hurt uh, Frankie than vice versa. Um, and I just really like how he's been uh, doing a lot of great work in American Top Team. I mean, this is a gentleman who's definitely uh, improved throughout the years, uh, has very good wins recently um, against Cody Garbrandt, Brian Caraway, Brett Johns. Minhos has shown that he could hurt even very durable fighters, referring to the Brett Johns fight where he was able to knock him down a few times from body shots uh, and late kicks, and even the Brian Caraway fight, another very durable fighter, and even Rob Font. <clears throat> so Munoz has all the right tools to pressure Frankie effectively, um, land a lot of volume uh, and do damage along the way with his good boxing um, and, and probably get a knockout along the way. So the pick is going to be Pedro Munoz to win this fight. Um, he's going to be my selection. So that'll do it for this main event breakdown. Like I mentioned off the top, if you would like to tail my plays for the event, you could do so at AJ's actionpacksportsbets.com on the premium betting service subscription tab. I updated my rep, my website very recently. So you'll see some changes here. If you were a previous viewer uh, and you're seeing this now for the first time, also, you could do so at MMAOddsBreaker.com on the premium pick section. Like I said, I'm there amongst a few other very talented handicappers. Uh, I'm there on the top left portion of the screen. Uh, hope you guys found this breakdown insightful. <clears throat> and uh, I would like to sign off and wish you all well. Have a nice day. Good luck this weekend.